what your country can do for you. There's a last time I've got to be in the lead. The Giants have the Peter, oh, you little mouse, so won't you go away? One ringy-dingy. Hand off to Griffin, cracks the middle, gets the five. Touchdown, Ohio State. Oklahoma, where the wind comes sweeping down the plane. I'm interested to know, Gracie, who's your choice? Need you ask, George. Time now for Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. Here with all his skips, scratches, and pops is my dad, Frank Vaccarello. Thanks, sweetie, and thank you for tuning into episode 51 of Spinning My Dad's Vinyl. Well, this is a fun little album with some music you may recognize, even though it was first recorded nearly three quarters of a century ago. So, prepare to do the choro, the cha-cha, and the mambo in volume 51, Molina's Latin Touch. Well, Father Mulcahy, I hope you're happy you finally got to hear your request. 
Tico Tico no Fuba is the renowned Brazilian choro music piece composed by Zaquina de Abreu in 1917. Tico Tico was recorded and made popular internationally by Carmen Miranda, who performed it on screen in the movie Copacabana, released in 1947. Now, I, I watched that scene in preparation for this episode. It has Groucho Marx in it. Uh, you can check it out on YouTube. <laughs> You'll be glad you did. Now, my reference to the priest character is... A mash connection that I like to throw in every once in a while. It was during the episode, Your Hit Parade. Remember when uh, Radar was the DJ? Uh, When Colonel Potter told Father Mulcahy, Ah, may the good Lord bless and keep you. They're playing your song, Father. Mulcahy replied, Well, actually, I requested Tico Tico, but this is very nice, too. (laughs) Okay, why this album? Well, I try to mention it when I can that certain albums in my dad's collection weren't originally released on 33 and a third vinyl long playing records, but that those LPs were a compilations of t- a compilation of tunes originally released on 78 RPMs shellac records, and that's the case with this selection. And well, just to let you know. I'm gearing up to add some special recordings to this show in 2022. My sister and brother-in-law came upon several boxes of my dad's 78 RPM records. And I'm going to play selections from those stacks each month with a couple of exceptions. So join me every last Friday of the month starting next season for my monthly shellacking. Now, I also like the musical style of this recording. It's so easy for your hips to start moving to this music without you even realizing. I once was in a Latin music club in St. Louis, and everybody's hands were in the air the entire time the band was playing, and everyone was swaying to the beat together. And it was such a great feeling, and I, I kind of want to do that same thing, or th- same thing right now and cry out, Ai Chihuahua! Esta noche me emborracho por mi gusto Y a nadie le importa nada Dicen que me han de quitar las veredas por donde ando Mentiras no me hacen nada Son patos que andan volando Esta noche voy a ver a mis amores Porque son mis ilusiones Dicen que me han de buscar pa' quitarme lo valiente Yo no he conocido el miedo que se vengan frente al frente. Esta noche me emborracho por mi fiesta que la dueña de mi alma y de mi vida la llevo en mi corazón. Yo me tiro a los trancazos, no me importan los balazos, yo no he conocido el miedo y peleo por un amor.
ya me emborracho por mi gusto Si yo gasto mi dinero Me emborracho porque sé que a ti y a ti te quiero I need Chatita. And it's a song that I couldn't figure out who wrote. In fact, a couple other songs on this episode, I couldn't figure that out. And it's a song I had trouble translating because Google Translate was absolutely no help. So I wanted to thank the three people who reached out to me on Facebook when I asked my Spanish-speaking friends for a translation. Valerie said it's more of a slang way of being affectionate. It means like small nose, but in a loving way, like calling someone sweetheart or babe. Jennifer, my girlfriend's daughter, said that Chatita is little, so it ending with an A makes it feminine. So, I meet Chatita translates into, oh my, little girl. And then an um, old co-worker, Victoria, yet another friend of Mexican descent, said, sweet girl or sweet little girl makes sense. And I just like to know what I'm saying sometimes, whether I can... <clears throat> pronounce it or not. All right, now let's learn about the album uh, that I am uh, that I have chosen for this episode. Carlos Molina and his orchestra, Latin Touch. It's on the Coronet Records label, CXS270. It's a vinyl LP album format. was released in 1965, even though the music for this was probably recorded at least a couple of decades earlier. It's of the jazz Latin genre. Its style is mambo and Latin jazz. And I'm going to read all of the liner notes on the back cover here. In nightclubs, theaters, and dance halls throughout the country and on the air, Carlos Molina and his Music of the Americas is tremendously popular because it represents a combination of swing, jive, and Latin rhythm. During a recent engagement at New York's famous Biltmore Hotel, Molina and his group were on a national radio hookup so that the nation could dance with Carlos Molina. It is his distinction to have introduced the tango, rumba, and conga in the United States for the first time, and he has been the headlining orchestra in every fine hotel in the country. Also, many movies, too numerous to mention, have included Molina and his combo in the cast. On Tico Tico, the Brazilian samba, the vocal portion is handled ably by Charlita, a featured member of the group. Come to the Mardi Gras showcases an exciting production enhanced by the romantic singing of Chucho Martinez and the expert mandolin playing of Jose Carioca. When it comes to Latin rhythm, you just can't beat Carlos Molina and his orchestra. All right, let's see what value Discogs.com has put on it. And actually, this is one of the more valuable records in my dad's album collection. The lowest value came in as at $11.25. That was lowest. With the highest at $39.98 and a median at $18. eBay had it everywhere from $5 to $31.99. And Amazon found a copy for $3.00. 
and 99 cents. Talk about your disparity in evaluations there. Uh, my dad's album cover is in fair condition. It's got the familiar green marker streak on the back and his ever-present address label on the front, so that does make it in poor condition on Discogs.com scale. And the record itself is in fair condition. Not too much hiss, but you can tell it's an old record. So uh, given the value I've mentioned already, I'll value my dad's record at $3. Next up, we know many women can get this way when they feel threatened. roughly translated, Jealous Woman. All right, let's learn about the artist on this album, Carlos Molina. Except since he recorded primarily in the 1930s and 40s, there's not much about him on the Internet. Discogs has him listed on 29 recordings, 
Only a handful of them are LPs, and those are most likely compilations of his days recording on 78s. IMDB did have a very short bio of him. Carlos Molina was born on March 4, 1899 in Mayagüe, Puerto Rico. He is known for his work on Cha 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 Boom in 1956, Así la Vida in 1930, and Sombras de Gloria in 1930 as well. He died on February 4, 1982 in Studio City, California. Now, I found this sentence on Dismuke's 78 RPM blog. He led one of the more popular USA-based Latin bands from the 1930s through the 1950s. And one, one online commenter lamented the fact that there was such little information about the man, even though the back of this album, which I just read, states how popular he was, even appearing in 13 movies, according to IMDb. So, we have yet another mysterious band leader on this show. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Next up, a song titled We Think Google, Google Did Translate Correctly. <laughs> Oh, 
Por mí, llorarás. For me, you will cry. Time now for this episode's interesting side note, and it has to do with the next song you are going to hear. A song most of you, including me, were introduced to in 1999 when Lou Bega wrote words for it. But of course, it has deeper roots. This was taken from a Vanity Fair article, Lou Bega Knows Why You're Still Dancing to Mambo Number no. 5, written by Stephen Perlberg and posted on July 19, 2019. The instrumental Mambo Number no. 5 was written in 1949 by Cuban composer and bandleader Perez Prado. Prado is regarded as a pioneer in the Mambo wave that swept the United States in the early 1950s. Mambo was one of the peak 20th century cultural achievements in any country, said Ned Sublette, a musician and author of Cuba and its music from the first drums to the Mambo. Bega's version, Sublette said, is not a Mambo. Still, a sample of the punchy brass riff from Prado's Mambo became a foundation for Bega's pop hit, though how it was rediscovered is a matter of dispute. According to Michael Becher and Getz von Einem, who both work for Mambo No. 5 rights holder Pure Music, the 1949 track was featured on a CD full of samples from their back catalog, a common way for music publishing companies to reintroduce their songs to producers and songwriters. Bisenkamp told me that he didn't find the sample on Pure Music's promotional materials, but rather as he was developing a new Latin sound for Bega. In Bisenkamp's telling, he discovered the Prado song in a carton of CDs from a German record executive who was looking for Latin tracks for the 1998 romantic comedy film Das, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it, its English title is Love Scenes from Planet Earth. Bisenkamp said Bega's song was not up-tempo enough to be selected for the film. But Bega, through a spokesperson, said that he first heard the original Mambo No. 5 during a prior visit to Miami. In Bega's account, his musical collaborator Zippy Davids found the Prado record in a vinyl store in Munich, brought it to the studio, showed it, showed it to me, and I naturally and instantly recognized its beauty while freestyling the first verse on it. He sampled the right part. Looped it, and we rough recorded the first demo of the hit, Bega said. The song later landed Bega in a seven-year legal battle with Prado's estate. A German court ended it in 2008 with a ruling that declared Prado the co-writer of Bega's Mambo No. 5. So here is Carlos Molina's version of the Perez Prado hit.
there is Mambo Number no. 5, composed by Perez Prado in 1949. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed bringing it to you. I've always found the Latin beat to be part of some fun music. It's also extremely difficult not to move your body to the rhythms. It's infectious and sometimes hypnotic, and it's so easy to see why it was so popular back in the middle of last century. And once again, the music reminds me of the good times around the house growing up while we were listening to fun music just like this. And finally... A song that appeared in a popular movie one year before Bega sang Mambo Number no. 5. Mambo number eight, also written by Perez Prado and used in the very funny opening scene of the very funny movie Office Space. You can look up just the opening scene with this music in the background on YouTube. And there you have selections from Carlos and his orchestra. So thanks for tuning into Volume 51, Molina's Latin Touch However You Did. If you want more information about this show, head over to spinningmydadsvinyl.com. 
I'll be back next week to finish Season 1 with all my skips, scratches, and pops for Volume 52, Blues for Baby Jesus. Until then, go with the flow, my friends. Thank you.